0: Okay, so today we're doing psychology. We'll start off with research methods and study design. The experimental method is the primary method used by researchers to establish causality. Several steps must be judiciously followed to meet experimental methodology, which, such as selecting the population, operationalizing variables, selecting groups, randomly sampling from the population, and randomly assigning groups. The independent variable is the variable manipulated by the researcher. The dependent variable or measurement variable is the variable that's measured to test for an effect. An operational definition is a precise definition of the meaning of the research variables. Quantitative indicates numerical, whereas qualitative indicates descriptive or categorical. A control group is the group researchers use as a point of comparison. It does not receive the treatment. An experimental group is the group that does receive the treatment in a study. Extraneous, or confounding variables, are variables other than the research variable that could potentially explain a result in an experiment. A sample within research should reflect the population. Individuals who are sampled from the population should be randomly assigned to the control and experimental groups. In hypothesis testing, researchers assign the null hypothesis, the hypothesis that any effects are due to chance and there is no experimental result. Type 1 error is known as a false positive, rejecting the null hypothesis when in fact it is true. Type 2 error is known as false negative, accepting the null hypothesis when in fact it is false. Internal validity is how well done a study is, or how well it allows researchers to draw conclusions from the measured effects. External validity is how well a research result applies to the population at large and in real-life scenarios. Non-experimental methodologies, which do not allow researchers to draw conclusions about causality, include the correlational method, the observational method, the longitudinal method, ethnographic studies, and case studies. Sociological Theories and Social Institutions Functionalism is a paradigm that conceptualizes society as a living organism with many different interrelated and interdependent parts, each of which has a distinct and necessary purpose. Functionalism is traced to philosopher Herbert Spencer. Dynamic Equilibrium When a healthy society faces an imbalance or crisis, functionalist theory proposes that the major structures of the society will work together to return to a state of dynamic equilibrium. Latent functions are consequences of a structure that is not officially sought or sanctioned. Manifest functions are the official, intended, and anticipated consequences of a structure. A social dysfunction is a process that has undesirable consequences and may actually reduce the stability of a society. Conflict theory is a macro-level theory that focuses primarily on large-scale social structures and their effect on individuals. However, conflict theory views society as a never-ending competition for limited resources and is diametrically opposed to the functionalist perspective. Karl Marx is commonly identified with conflict theory. Capitalism, which encourages competition and private ownership, is an example of conflict theory. Unequal social order that is maintained through ideological coercion that creates societal consensus is hegemony, a coerced acceptance of the values, expectations, and conditions as determined by the capitalist class. Class consciousness, which Marx defined as exploited workers' awareness of the reasons of their oppression, This inevitably leads to the more numerous workers to revolt against the far less numerous capitalists, overthrow their oppressors, and replace capitalism with an extreme form of socialism that Marx called communism, in which all means of production are owned by all workers equally. Max Weber, who is best known for refining and critiquing many of Marx's tenets of conflict theory, agreed with Marx that inequalities in the capital system would lead to conflict. Weber theorized that the Protestant Puritan work ethic, a widely held religious belief that lauded the morality of hard work for the sake of godliness, was a critical factor in the success of the capitalization system. Symbolic interaction starts at the micro level and views society as built up from typical everyday interactions. Herbert Mead was considered important in the initial development. George Herbert Mead was considered most important in the initial development of symbolic interactionism. Social constructionism argues that people actively shape their reality through social interactions. Reality is therefore something that is socially constructed rather than inherent. Typification Interests of social constructionists that include our individual stocks of knowledge that allows us to classify objects and actions that we observe quickly and routinely structure our own actions in the immediate response. Feminist theory is concerned with the social experiences of both men and women and the differences between these experiences. Feminist sociologists strive to understand both the social structures that contribute to gender differences in macro-level questions and the effects of gender differences on individual interactions, such as micro-level questions. Feminist theory can also extend to questions of intersectionality. A society is defined as the group of people who share a culture and live or interact with each other within a definable area. Functionalism is a sociological theory that conceptualizes society as a living organism with many different parts and organs, each of which has a distinct purpose. Emil Durkheim was a major proponent of functionalism. Manifest functions are the intended and obvious consequences of a structure. Latent functions are unintended or less recognized consequences of a structure. Conflict theory views society as a place where there will be inequality in resources, therefore individuals will compete for social, political, and material resources like money, land, power, and leisure. Karl Marx, a proponent of conflict theory, advocated for socialism. Symbolic interactionism examines the relationship between individuals and society by focusing on communication, the exchange of information through language and symbols. The dramaturgical approach suggests that people in society choose what kind of image they want to communicate verbally and non-verbally to others. This can also be referred to as their front stage self. Social constructionism argues that people actively shape their reality through social interactions. It is therefore something that is constructed, not inherent. Social institutions are a complex of roles, norms, and values organized into a relatively stable form that contributes to social order by governing the behavior of people. They provide predictability and organization for individuals within a society and mediate social behavior between people. Social institutions include family, education, organized religion, government, economy, and medicine. Culture, demographics, and social inequality Culture refers to the beliefs and practices that a social group shares. Socialization is the process by which people learn the norms, values, attitudes, and beliefs necessary to become proficient members of society. Norms are spoken or unspoken rules and expectations for the behavior in society. Cultural assimilation occurs when an individual forsakes their own culture to completely adopt another culture. Amalgamation occurs when majority and minority minority groups combine to form a new group. Multiculturalism, or pluralism, endorses equal standing for all cultural traditions within a society. A subculture is a segment of society that shares a distinct pattern of traditions and values that differs from that of the larger society. Symbolic culture consists of symbols that carry a particular meaning and are recognized by people of the same culture. Material culture involves the physical objects that are particular to that culture. Values can be defined as a culture standard for evaluating what is good or bad, while beliefs are the convictions or principles that people hold. Demography is the study of human population dynamics. Social stratification refers to the way that people are categorized in society. People can be categorized by race, education, wealth, and income, among other things. Social mobility refers to the ability to move up or down within the social stratification system. Global stratification compares the wealth, economic stability, and power of various countries. Relative poverty is defined as an inability to meet the average standard of living within a society, while absolute poverty is the inability to meet a bare minimum of basic necessities. Social Psychology Self-concept or self-identity is the sum of an individual's understanding of him or herself, including physical, psychological, and social attributes. Personal identity includes personal attributes, such as age, disability status, ethnicity, or race, while social identity consists of social definitions, such as religion, gender, or occupation. Self-efficacy is a belief in one's own competence and effectiveness, while self-esteem is an individual's overall evaluation of worth. Those with an internal locus of control believe that they are able to influence outcomes through their own effort, Those with an external locus of control believe outcomes are controlled by outside forces. Multiculturalism, or pluralism, endorses equal standing for all cultural traditions within a society. Kohlberg describes six stages of moral development. Most adults reach stage four, but a few reach stage six. In order to determine if behavior can be attributed to internal or external causes, consistency, distinctiveness, and consensus must be considered. The fundamental attribution error occurs when people tend to underestimate the impact of the situation and overestimate the impact of a person's character or personality on observed behavior. The self-serving bias is a tendency to attribute our successes to ourselves and our failures to others or to the external environment. The optimism bias is the belief that bad things happen to other people, but not to us. The just world phenomenon is a tendency to believe that the world is fair and people get what they deserve. Stereotypes are oversimplified ideas about groups of people based on characteristics – race, gender, sexual orientation, religion, disability. A self-fulfilling prophecy occurs when stereotypes lead to behavior that affirms the original stereotypes. Stereotype threat refers to a self-fulfilling fear that one will be evaluated based on negative stereotype. The social facilitation effect occurs when people perform simple, well-learned tasks better when other people are present. De-individuation occurs in situations that provide a high degree of arousal and a very low sense of responsibility when people lose their sense of restraint and their individual identity in exchange for identifying with a group or mob mentality. The bystander effect describes the finding that a person is less likely to provide help when there are other bystanders. Social loafing is the tendency for people to exert less effort if they are being evaluated as a group than if they are being individually accountable. Group polarization occurs when the average view of a member of the group is accentuated or enhanced by group membership. Groupthink is a phenomenon that occurs within a group when the desire for harmony or conformity in the group results in a consensual perspective without much thought of alternative viewpoints. Deviance is a violation of the society's standards of conduct or expectations. Behavior is motivated by social influences when there is compliance, identification, and internalization. Several factors influence conformity, including group size, unanimity, cohesion, status, accountability, and a lack of prior commitment. All right, here are the Freud psychosexual stages, even though I think they're dumb. First is oral, infancy. The psychological stages, well, let's start with Freud. Freud goes oral, anal, phallic, latency, genital. Psychosocial stages go In infancy, trust versus mistrust, physical and emotional needs are met. Early childhood, autonomy versus shame and doubt, explore, make mistakes, and test limits. Preschool age, initiative versus guilt, make decisions. School age, industry versus inferiority, gender role identity, school success, attain personal goals, and understand the world. Adolescence, identity versus role confusion, identity, goals, life meaning, limit testing. Young adulthood, intimacy versus isolation, form intimate relationships. Middle age, generativity versus stagnation, help the next generation and resolve differences between dreams and accomplishments. Later life, integrity versus despair, look back with no regrets and feel personal worth. Humanistic theory focuses on healthy personality development. And this is from Carl Rogers. Positive reinforcement is the presence of rewarding stimulus. Positive punishment is the presence of aversive stimulus. Negative reinforcement is the absence of aversive stimulus. Negative punishment is the absence of rewarding stimulus. Uh, Let's do a quick comparison of different therapy types. So, Therapy, psychoanalytic, also known as psychodynamic or talk therapy. The assumed problem. Unconscious forces and childhood experiences. Therapy goals reduce anxiety through self insight. General method analysis and interpretation. Therapy humanistic, also known as client centered or person centered. Assumed problems, barrier to self understanding and self acceptance. Therapy goals personal growth through self insight. General method active listening and unconditional positive regard. Therapy cognitive behavioral. CBT, assumed problem, maladaptive behavior and or negative self-defeating thoughts, therapy goals, extinction and relearning of undesired thoughts or behaviors for healthier thinking and self-talk, general method, reconditioning, desensitization, reversal of self-blame. The components of the five factor models are extroversion, anxiety, receptivity, accommodation, self-control, These are the 16 personality factors from Cattell. The five big personality traits from McRae and Costa, extroversion, neuroticism, openness to experience, agreeableness, and conscientiousness. Drives are physiological states of discomfort. So the drive reduction theory, for example, is a need. For example, food or water. The drive is hunger or thirst. The drive-reducing behaviors are eating and drinking. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, from the bottom to the top, physiological needs, the need to maintain internal homeostasis, obtain food, water, and oxygen, eliminate waste, regulate internal temperature, rest, engage in activity, reproduce. Next up, safety, the need to feel safe and protected, establish routine and familiarity, feel like the world is organized and predictable. The next one, love and belongingness. The need to receive and give love, affection, and trust. The need to be part of a group or community and avoid loneliness. Esteem needs. Need to achieve self-esteem and independence. Need to receive esteem and respect from others. Finally, self-actualization. The need to realize one's full potential and find meaning beyond oneself. The universal emotions are happy, sad, surprised, fear, disgusted, anger. The relationship between performance and emotional arousal is a U-shaped correlation. People perform best when they are moderately aroused. This is known as the Yerkes-Dodson Law. A student will perform best when neither too complacent nor too overwhelmed, but rather in a sweet spot of optimum arousal. Personality is defined as the individual pattern of thinking, feeling, and behavior associated with each person. Sigmund Freud pioneered psychoanalytic theory, which proposes that personality is the result of an individual's unconscious thoughts, feelings, and memories. The id is ruled by the pleasure principle and is unconscious. The ego is ruled by the reality principle and uses logical thinking and planning to control consciousness. And the id and the id. And the superego inhibits the id and influences the ego to follow moralistic rather than realistic goals. According to Freud, people develop through five psychosexual stages—oral, anal, phallic, latent, and genital. Failure to resolve developmental conflicts within each stage leads to fixation. Eric Erickson added social and interpersonal factors to supplement Freud's theory. Erickson's developmental stages involve the resolution of the following crises— Trust versus mistrust, autonomy versus shame, initiative versus guilt, industry versus inferiority, identity versus role confusion, intimacy versus isolation, generativity versus stagnation, and integrity versus despair. Carl Rogers pioneered the humanistic perspective in psychology and believed that incongruence between behavior and self concept causes psychopathology. Behaviorists believe that personality is determined by conditioning. Environmental reinforcements and punishments determine an individual's personalities and behavior. The social cognitive perspective suggests that personality is formed by a reciprocal interaction among behavioral, cognitive, and environmental factors. The 5 factor model in- describes five major personality traits. Extroversion, neuroticism, openness to experience, agreeableness, conscientiousness. Motivation is influenced by drives, instincts, feedback, arousal, and needs. The drive reduction theory suggests that individuals engage in certain behavior in an attempt to alleviate psychological or physiological states of discomfort. Psychological disorders are deficits in functioning at odds with social norms that are severe enough to cause personal distress. The DSM-5 categorizes disorders according to symptoms and offers research-based treatment. Anxiety disorders, including panic disorders and phobia, involve an unpleasant and unwanted fight-or-flight-like response in situations where there is no immediate threat or danger and are not related to acute trauma. Obsessive-compulsive disorders are characterized by uncontrollable thoughts or behaviors that are often repeated as rituals and interrupt normal functioning. Trauma or stressor-related disorders include post-traumatic stress disorder, a disorder characterized by stressful life event that leads to a fear response in the presence of triggering stimuli that recall the traumatic experience. Somatic symptom disorders mimic the symptoms of some physical disorders in the absence of a diagnosable condition. Bipolar disorders are characterized by a fluctuation between a depressive state and a manic state. Depressive disorders involve reduced mood and feelings of dejection or worthlessness. Schizophrenic disorders often include delusions, disorganized and abnormal behavior, hallucinations, and depression in mood and social functioning. Dissociative disorders were once known as multiple personality disorders and are characterized by disintegrated disintegrated identity in which individuals can appear to assume different personalities in different states. Personality disorders are inflexible patterns of thought and behavior that create problems in day-to-day functioning and well-being. Learning, memory, and development. Non-associative learning occurs when an organism is repeatedly exposed to a stimulus and includes habituation and sensitization. Associative learning occurs when an organism learns that an event, object, or action is connected with another. The two major types are classical conditioning and operant conditioning. Classical conditioning pairs a neutral stimulus with an unconditioned stimulus to generate a conditioned stimulus and a conditioned response. For example, Pavlov's dogs. In acquisition, the response is learned, in extinction, the response is lost, and in spontaneous recovery, an extinct response occurs again when the stimulus is presented after some time period. Taste aversion is a very strong and long-lasting association between a specific taste or smell and illness. Taste aversion challenges some of the tenets of classical conditioning because it is learned quickly, after one time, and is very slow to extinguish. Operant conditioning uses reinforcement and punishment to mold behavior and eventually cause associative learning. B.F. Skinner and his work with rats and pigeons in his Skinner box is a famous example of operant conditioning. Reinforcement increases the likelihood that a preceding behavior will be repeated. Positive reinforcement is a positive stimulus that occurs immediately following a behavior, whereas negative reinforcement is a negative stimulus that is removed immediately following a behavior. A fixed ratio schedule provides the reinforcement after a set number of instances of the behavior, while a variable ratio schedule provides the reinforcement after an unpredictable number of occurrences. A fixed interval schedule provides the reinforcement after a set period of time that is consistent, while a variable interval schedule provides the reinforcement after an inconsistent amount of time. Punishment is a consequence that follows a behavior and decreases the likelihood that the behavior will be repeated. Positive punishment pairs a negative stimulus with the behavior, while negative punishment removes a reinforcing stimulus after the behavior has occurred. Insight learning occurs when previously learned behaviors are suddenly combined in unique ways. Latent learning occurs when previously unseen behavior can manifest quickly when required. Long-term potentiation occurs when, following brief periods of stimulation, a persistent increase in the synaptic strength between two neurons leads to stronger electrochemical responses to a given stimuli. Observational learning is a social process. In modeling, an observer sees the behavior and later imitates it. Albert Bandura's Bobo doll experiment is a famous example of modeling. Mirror neurons have been identified in various parts of the human brain and are believed to fire when observing another performing a task. The elaboration likelihood model of persuasion is a theory that attitudes are formed by dual processes, the central processing route, which includes high motivation and deep processing of the message, or by peripheral processing route, which includes low motivation and superficial processing of the messenger. Behavioral genetics attempts to determine the role of inheritance in behavioral traits. The interaction between heredity and experience determines an individual's personality and social behavior. Important information about attachment was discovered through studies conducted by Mary Ainsworth, and the impact of deprivation was discovered through studies conducted by Harry and Margaret Harlow. Short-term memory is also limited in duration and in capacity. Recall capacity for an adult is typically around 7 items, plus or minus 2. Long-term memory is information that is retained, sometimes indefinitely. It's believed to have an infinite capacity. Long-term memory consists of implicit, procedural memory and explicit, declarative memory. Explicit memory includes episodic and semantic memory. The spreading activation theory of memory posits that during recall, nodes or concepts are activated, which are connected to other nodes, and so on. Anterior-grade amnesia is an inability to encode new memories, while retrograde amnesia is an inability to recall information that was previously encoded. Behavioral Neuroscience Neuroscientists use many different methods to understand how the brain is related to behavior and which brain regions are responsible for which functions. Structural imaging techniques give cross-sectional images of anatomical regions, whereas functional imaging provides insight into which brain regions are active during certain behaviors. Drug use causes increased dopamine activity in the nucleus accumbens, which can lead to drug addiction. The nervous system is divided into two parts, the central nervous system and the anatomical nervous system. The central nervous system is composed of the brain and the spinal cord. Different brain regions, such as the thalamus, hippocampus, and amygdala are responsible for specific functions. The central nervous system also contains neurotransmitter systems that are important for modulating behavior. Important neurotransmitters are dopamine, serotonin, acetylcholine, and others. The limbic system, made up of the amygdala, hippocampus, hypothalamus, thalamus, olfactory bulb, and frontal lobe, is known to play a critical role in emotion. The prefrontal cortex plays a critical role in executive functions such as long-term planning and emotional regulation. The hippocampus is critical in forming new memories. Physiological changes in neuron structure and neural network activation are also associated with the formation of new memories. Spreading activation suggests that connections are made in memory with similar or related concepts. Stress also has many important neurochemical implications, such as sympathetic nervous system activation, the release of cortisol, resulting in fight-or-flight response. Nervous system disorders such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, depression, and schizophrenia are also correlated to neurophysiological changes. Sensation, Perception, and Cognition Humans have several types of receptors, mechanoreceptors, chemoreceptors, no- nocio-receptors, thermoreceptors, electromagnetic receptors, and proprioceptors that allow us to detect a variety of stimuli. Weber's law dictates that two stimuli must differ by a constant proportion in order for their difference to be perceptible. Gestalt psychology asserts that when humans perceive an object, rather than seeing lines, objects, colors, and shadows, they perceive the whole, not just the individual parts. The Broadbent filter model of selective attention proposes that all sensory input first enters a buffer, then is selectively filtered so that only some of the information is sent on for higher processing. Treisman's attenuation model proposed that rather than a filter, sensory input is attenuated, turned up or down, before moving on to working memory. The resource model of attention asserts that there are limited resources for tasks in general. Bedelli's model of working memory considered working memory to have four components, a phonological loop, a visuospatial sketchpad, an episodic buffer, and a central executive which oversees the process. Jean Piaget proposed a four-stage theory for cognitive development, which included the sensorimotor stage, pre-operational stage, concrete operation stage, and formal operation stage. Sleep progresses through four stages, each characterized by specific physiological differences. Broca's area is involved with speech production, while Wernicke's area is involved with speech comprehension. Wernicke wishes he understood. Broca bitches, for example. Biological processes in the brain. There is a lovely chart on page 366 with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Let's just do a couple ones here. Hypothalamus, releasing and inhibiting factors or peptides. Anterior pituitary or modify activity. Anterior pituitary responsible for growth hormone, GH peptide, prolactin, thyroid-stimulating hormone, TSH, adrenocorticotropic hormone, ACTH, luteinizing hormone, LH, and follicle-stimulating hormone, FSH. Posterior pituitary is responsible for the antidiuretic hormone, ADH, and oxytocin. The thyroid is responsible for the thyroid hormone, TH, thyroxine, and calcitonin. Parathyroids, responsible for the parathyroid hormone, PTH. Thymus is responsible for thymosin in children only. The adrenal medulla is responsible for production of epinephrine. Adrenal cortex is responsible for cortisol or glucocorticoid, aldosterone, and sex steroids. Endocrine pancreas, the islets of Langerhans, Insulin from the beta cells secretion. Absent or ineffective in diabetes mellitus. Glucagon from the alpha cell secretion. Somatostatin. Testes for testosterone. Ovaries for estrogen and progesterone. Heart atrial, nutri- atrial natriuretic factor. Kidney erythropoietin peptide. So the kidneys actually produce this erythropoietin, which is part of the bone marrow and red blood cell cell, cell synthesis. The neuron is the basic structural and functional unit of the nervous system. It has several specialized structures that allow it to transmit action potentials. Neurons receive incoming information via dendrites. Signals are summed by the axon hillock, and if the signal is greater than the threshold, an action potential is initiated. The action potential is an all-or-nothing signal that includes depolarization via voltage-gated sodium channels and repolarization via voltage-gated potassium channels. It begins and ends at the cell resting potential of negative 70 millivolts. Since action potentials are all-or-nothing events, signal intensity is encoded by the frequency of the action potentials being fired. Neurons communicate with other neurons, organs, and glands at synapses. Most synapses are chemical in nature. The central nervous system includes the spinal cord and the brain. Specialized areas control specific aspects of human behavior, movement, intelligent, emotion, and reflexes. The peripheral nervous system includes the somatic, or voluntary, and autonomic, involuntary subdivisions. The sympathetic branch of the autonomic system controls our fight-or-flight response. Norepinephrine is the primary neurotransmitter of the system and is augmented by epinephrine from the adrenal medulla. The parasympathetic branch of the autonomic system controls our resting and digesting state. Acetylcholine is the primary neurotransmitter of the system. Humans have several types of receptors, mechanoreceptors, chemoreceptors, gnosis receptors, thermoreceptors, electromagnetic receptors, and proprioceptors that allow us to detect a variety of stimuli. The endocrine system controls our overall physiology and homeostasis by hormones that travel through the bloodstream. Peptide hormon- hormones are made from amino acids. They bind to receptors on the cell's surface and typically affect target cells via secondary messenger pathways. Steroid hormones are derived from cholesterol. They bind to receptors in the cytoplasm or nucleus and bind to DNA to alter transcription. Peptide hormones are synthesized in the rough ER. Steroids come from the smooth ER, endoplasmic reticulum. Location of the preganglionic soma. Thoracolumbar equals thoracic and lumbar spinal cord for the sympathetic nervous system. In the parasympathetic nervous system, the craniosacral or brainstem. Preganglionic ganglionic exon is a neurotransmitter that transmits acetylcholine, choline. It has short effects on the sympathetic nervous system and long effects on the parasympathetic nervous system. Ganglia can be found close to the spinal cord and far from target cells in the sympathetic nervous system. And in the parasympathetic nervous system, it's far from the spinal cord and close to target cells. The post-ganglionic axon, the usual neurotransmitter, tends to be long in the sympathetic nervous system and transmit norepinephrine, whereas in the parasympathetic nervous system, it tends to be short and transmit acetylcholine. Synaptic transmission. 1. An action potential reaches the end of an axon, the synaptic knob. 2. Depolarization of the presynaptic membrane opens voltage gated calcium channels. 3. Calcium influx into the presynaptic cell causes exocytosis of neurotransmitters stored in secretory vessels. 4. Neurotransmitter molecules diffuse across the narrow synaptic cleft, the small space between cells. 5. Neurotransmitters bind to receptor proteins in the postsynaptic membrane. These receptors are ligand-gated ion channels. 6. The opening of these channels in the postsynaptic cell alters the membrane polarization. 7. If the membrane depolarization of the postsynaptic cell reaches a threshold of voltage-gated sodium channels, an action potential is initiated. 8. Neurotransmitter in the synaptic cleft is degraded and or removed to terminate the signal. The presynaptic neuron, one, voltage-gated calcium channels open, two, influx of calcium, three, exocytosis of secretory vessels, four, the release of the neurotransmitter into the synaptic cleft. In the postsynaptic neuron, the first step is neurotransmitter binds to the ligand-gated ion channel, two, ions enter the postsynaptic cell, three, membrane polarization is increased or decreased. Action potentials can pass through a neuron extremely rapidly, thousands each second, but there is an upper limit on how soon a neuron can conduct an action potential after another has passed. The passage of one action potential makes the neuron non-responsive to membrane depolarization and unable to transmit another action potential, or refractory, for a short period of time. There are two phases of the refractory period caused by two different factors. During the absolute refractory period, a neuron will not fire another action potential no matter how strong a membrane depolarization is induced. During this time, the voltage-gated sodium channels have been inactivated, which is not the same as closed, after depolarization. They will not be able to be opened again until the membrane potential reaches the resting potential and the sodium channels have returned to their closed state. During the relative refractory period, a neuron can be induced to transmit an action potential, but the depolarization required is greater than normal because the membrane is hyperpolarized. When repolarization occurs, there's a brief period in which the membrane potential is more negative than the resting potential caused by the voltage-gated potassium channels that have not yet closed. Because it's further from the threshold, a greater stimulus is required to open the voltage-gated sodium channels to start an active potential. The equilibrium potential for any ion is based on the electrochemical gradient for that ion across the membrane and can be predicted by the Nernst equation, where the energy of the ion equals RT over ZF times natural log X outside over X inside, where E of the ion is the equilibrium potential of the ion, R is the universal gas constant, T is the temperature in Kelvin, Z is the valence of the ion. F is Faraday's constant, and X is the concentration of the ion on each side of the plasma membrane. Note that the relative concentrations of the ion on each side of the membrane create a chemical gradient, while the valence, or the charge of the ion, helps determine the electrical gradient. Schwann cells' primary nervous system form myelin, increase the speed of conduction of APs along the axon. That's action potentials, along the axon. Oliogodendrocytes, central nervous system, form myelin, increase speed of conduction of ag- action potentials along axon. Astrocytes, central nervous system, guide neural neur- neuronal development, regulate synaptic communication via regulation of neurotransmitter levels. Microganglia, central nervous system, remove dead cells and debris. Epidemal cells, central nervous system, produce and circulate cerebrospinal. Fluid. Neurons have a central cell body, the soma, which contains the nucleus and, and is where most of the biosynthetic activity of the cell takes place. Slender projections, termed axons and dendrites, from, extend from the cell body. Neurons have only one axon, as long as a meter in some cases, but most possess many dendrites. Neurons with one dendrite are termed bipolar, those with many dendrites are multipolar. Neurons generally carry action potentials in one direction, with dendrites receiving signals and axons carrying action potentials away from the cell body. Axons can branch multiple times and terminate in synaptic knobs that form connections with target cells. When action potentials travel down an axon and reach the synaptic knob, chemical messengers are released and travel across a very small gap called the synaptic cleft to the target cell. The nature of the action potential and the transmission of signals across the synaptic cleft are key aspects of nervous system function.